Well, man, you guys, I hadn't heard that song until this week, but I got to tell you, I fell in love with it immediately. And so I just want to start off and just pray for us that that spirit of God that gives freedom in life would uh, meet us today. So God, thank you. Thank you that you desire to give us life, your life. Thank you for giving us Jesus, who's done everything necessary to reconcile us to you so that we can receive this life. Thank you for the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, your Spirit living inside of us to give us this freedom in life. And God, yes, that your Spirit would go through the cities and into the streets, but right now, I'm asking that your spirit would be in every room so that you meet every person that's watching this service today. God, your presence is what we need, and we thank you that you meet us when we seek you. So may you give us life today and give us freedom today, and I pray for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you guys, we're doing this series called What Now? Because we're ending 2020. Well, at least we're getting close to ending 2020. And and we just want to talk about how do we live now? How do we live now that COVID just continues to rise and that here in Salt Lake City, (coughs) excuse me, on Thursday, we had 3,900 cases May I tell you that that just it just breeds insecurity because we have we have no idea what's going on with this virus, no idea where it's headed. And then how do we how do we keep going on right after there's an election that's just shown us the divisiveness in our country? And how do we go on when there's anxiety and fear? You know, last week we talked about what now we just we talked about it's going to be okay. This, you you can't control the storms but you can withstand the storm. So if you missed that, catch last week's message. That laid the foundation. But today, I want to talk to you about what now? And I want to talk to church. Come on, church. Right now is when we should be living out loud. Living out loud. Man, it was, it was, it was really funny. Earlier today, I called a friend of mine, and halfway through our conversation, I mean, there was this howling, this screeching, this crying. I'm, and I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what happened to his kids? I mean, I mean, it was intense. And, and he actually wasn't acting that, that freaked out about it. And so he goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he goes out and he takes care of it. And he comes back and he goes, oh, those are my huskies. <laughs> I'm like, your huskies? He goes, yeah, man, I, my, I got three of them and they howl. And I'm like, I, I could not believe the sound. And then he told me, he goes, yeah, Dave, he goes, actually, huskies, they say that you can hear the howl of a husky from 10 miles away. That's living out loud. Well, here's the passage I'm, I want to just jump off of right off the bat. It's in, it's in Matthew chapter 5, and here's what Jesus says. He goes, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill can't be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand. (laughs) This is kind of where the idea about living out loud, they they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. 
In the same way, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Man, you guys, light and darkness. What do we, what do we know about light? Light, we, it gives us life. If there isn't light, then there's no life on this planet. It's equated with life. And darkness is equated with death. Life is it's equated with, with, with truth. Like when the light comes on, you see reality. You can finally see what's actually there. Instead of being deceived in the darkness, you don't know. In light, you actually have direction. If it's dark, you can be completely confused. But when the light comes on, you're like, okay, now I know where to go. Well, in John chapter 1, it says this. In Jesus Christ was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light is the life and it's Christ. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Later, Jesus himself came right out and said, in John chapter 8, verse 12, he said, I am the light of the world. And I think he equated that statement later in John 14, 6, when he said, I am, again, he said, I am the light of the world. And then he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Everything that light does, Jesus says, that's what I am. I can give you life. And I can reveal to you reality and truth. And I'm the way. I can give you direction. And so if Jesus was the light of all mankind, life for us, what, what, what do we see in Jesus? It's the beauty, this perfect love for everyone. No fear. Unbelievable. No fear. No anxiety. Crystal clear purpose and direction. And even in Christ was all power, like all power over all of nature, every disease he had power over. Freedom, healing, confidence, security, peace, joy, hope, you name it, man, everything good. Listen, everything good, everything right, everything love, life, Jesus is the light of the world. But then in that verse, John 8, 12, after he says, I am the light of the world, listen to his incredible statement to us. Whoever follows me. That, don't, don't miss whoever. That means I don't, I don't care who you are and where you're at in your faith, in your life, in your circumstances. Anybody, and that means you, whoever follows me, Jesus says, will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Man, darkness produces all this stuff, fear and divisiveness and anger and confusion. And Jesus says, if you follow me, I'm the light of the world. And if you follow me, you won't walk in darkness. You will have the light 
of life. Perfect love that drives out fear, purpose and direction, freedom, security, peace, and joy. Jesus is the light, and you can have the light. And so there's three things I'm going to go. The first thing is you have to receive the light, and then you have to stay near the light, and then you got to shine the light. So you have to receive the light. Jesus is the light of the world. You're not. <laughs> I'm not. But we can receive that light. He says you can have it. In 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, um, Paul writes this. He says, the God of this age, and when he talks about the God of this age, Jesus talks a lot about the fact that there is an actual spiritual enemy. And so, and here Paul calls him the God of this age. And he says, he has blinded the minds of unbelievers. So you're blinded, it means you, I can't see. It's, it's utter darkness. He says, he blinds the minds of unbelievers so that they can't see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is the image of God. And so I just want to ask you today, are you walking in fear and anxiety? Do you constantly feel insecure and directionless? Are things dying around you? Are things falling apart? Are our relationships being destroyed? Is your own heart and soul, is this, see, all of these things are things that are actually darkness. <laughs> They're not life. They're not light. And so then Paul, after he says that, that, that and it's because I can't see the light of the gospel. I can't see the glory of Jesus because the enemy's blinded me. And last week we talked about this when we, we build our life on everything else but God. Well then, two verses later he says this. And he's talking about himself, Paul says, but God who said, let light shine out of darkness. He made his light, God made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. Man, you guys, I, just this year, this verse, I just love it. And here's what I want to tell every single one of you, because Jesus said, whoever follows me. If you have never decided to follow Jesus, the light of the world is saying, you can have me. You can receive me. And what's amazing is God will make his light shine in your heart. He will give you his spirit. And you'll be able to see the glory of God and the goodness of God in the face of Christ. All of those things I talked about. <laughs> all, all this goodness, this, this, this uh, peace and this joy and the security and purpose. All, all of that stuff. All of those things were the glory of Jesus. But the greatest glory of Christ, you guys, the greatest glory of Christ was on the cross. Because when Jesus was on the cross, that's when we finally got to see what love 
actually is. And on the cross, Jesus was taking our darkness onto himself. God's wrath towards sin. God, Jesus was taking our death, our darkness, and then forgiving all of it so he could give you his life. And his life is the light. So I just want to say right now, before I move into how do we shine, the only way you can start to shine is the first thing you got to do is you need to receive the light. And you simply do that by saying, Jesus, I my life feels dark. I sense the separation from you. And if you are all that, if you are the son of God and that good, then I want to give you my life and I want you to come into mine. And if you want to do that today, you can do that. Make sure that you go over here and hit our next steps right here on our on the site and then on our website at any time. Give us your information and we'd love to talk to you about that. So, Jesus is the light and you can have the light of life if you receive him. Now let's go to the second thing though. Because many of you are watching this, probably most of you, have made that decision and you've received the light and yet, man, I, you, Dave, you go through that list and anxiety and fear and lack of purpose and divisiveness and feeling like I'm falling apart. I feel like that's me. And, and I'm going to, can I be totally honest with you? That's me. I mean, every one of us, it's like this struggle, even this, I love him with all my heart. And yet those things describe my life sometimes. So apparently it's not just receiving the light. You have to stay near the light. Do you guys remember those? Uh, I think they probably still have them, but as a kid, um, I used to love glow-in-the-dark stuff. You know, you had the little bouncy balls that would glow in the dark, frisbees that would glow in the dark. I, I, I was so envious of the kids who basically had the universe right on their ceiling. Uh, all the stars and the moons and the planets, and it was so cool. And they, you turn off the light and bam, there they all are. Do you know, you know how things glow in the dark? They have what's called phosphors. And if something is phosphorescent, like that word, I had to, had to make sure I pronounced that right. But if something is phosphorescent, it means it's a substance that absorbs energy from light and then releases the energy as visible light. It radiates visible light by being energized by light. And man, when I, when, I, when I thought about that, I'm like, that's us. That's us, because I am not the light of the world. But when I am near the light of Jesus Christ, then I emanate his life. That's what he's saying. I'm the light of the world. You're the light of the world. But we're only the light of the world if we're staying near, if we're receiving the light. Look at these scriptures. John 8, 12. Whoever follows me will follow whoever, excuse me, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Well, that means if you don't follow him, if you don't go where he goes, if you don't do what he says, he goes, you don't, you don't experience me. You don't, you don't, you're not next to me. In, in Colossians 2:6 says this so well. 
says, so then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, which is the first thing I said, you got to receive the light. Just as you received the light, continue to walk in him. Christian, follower of Jesus. For us to be able to shine the light, we have to be near the light. And here's another one that just says it. 1 John 1, 6 says this. If we claim to have fellowship with God and yet walk in darkness, we lie and the truth isn't in us because light can't have fellowship with darkness. And so if you're sitting there struggling as a follower of Jesus and you're going, where is the light? The first thing, two two things that, that we need to do. Number one, how much time do you spend with him? I've been saying this for 17 years because it is so key for me. My only hope is every, and I've been doing it for 30 some years, so I've developed the discipline, but I had to work hard at it to do it. But I have to be with him. I get with him every morning. I spend time with him throughout the day. Why? Because I need to be near the light. Jesus is the light, and I can have the light, but I need to stay in fellowship with him. I need to walk with him. And that's the second thing. Not just spend time with him. That means I have to do what he says. That goes right back to last week, right? Jesus said, the man who builds his house on the rock is the one who hears my words and puts them into practice. So receive the light, because he is the light and you can have it. But stay near the light, Christian. Spend time with him. Read your scriptures. Pray. Meditate with him. Um, Because he's light and then you can have the light. Now, and here's the last one. This is where the whole live out loud thing came from. Then shine. Shine your light. I mean, when we were thinking about doing this series, I just remember I thought, you guys, yes. this, this, This year is insane. And there is so much darkness and so much pain and suffering and confusion in our world. And all I could think of was, oh my gosh, church, this is the time. We all know this, man. The light shines brightest in the dark. And you, Jesus says, are the light of the world because you have me inside you. So I'm, I'm just going to read it again. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Your life as a Christian, is it hidden? Do people even know? And then he goes on. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand. You're the light. Jesus is the light. He's made you and me the light for a purpose to shine. Like even right now, you know, it's getting kind of dark out here. I've got lights shining on me so you can even see me. That's what we're supposed to be doing. It gives light to everyone in the house. You know what? God so loved the world, everyone. And he wants to use us to be the light so that everyone in the house can see him. In the same way, let your light shine before others. And here it is, that they may see your good deeds and think you're awesome. (laughs) Right now, he's saying, if they'll see your good deeds, 
they'll actually end up glorifying your father. They'll be able to see him. Do you remember that? I just, I loved earlier when it said, when, when Paul said, God made his light shine in our hearts and so that they could see the light of the knowledge of God displayed in the face of Christ. Now here's what's amazing. If you receive Christ and you follow him, just as you received him, you walk in him, if you and Jesus are in union, then they see his face and yours. They see his face and yours. This was God's whole plan. God in the flesh was in one spot at one time. But then he fills a world full of people where he gets to live inside of us as the light. So people can see his face and see the glory of God. They actually get to see the glory of God anytime we do a good deed. So let your good deeds shine. Well, what's a good deed? Because it's interesting. There are a lot of people in the world to do good things, and yet it doesn't actually cause people to glorify God. So there's got to be something different here about a good deed. Ephesians 5, 5, 8, and 10, last verse I want to read for you, says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. What pleases the Lord is a good deed. It's a good work. And here's what pleases him. It's responding anytime you respond to God in love. Anytime you respond to God in love, it is a good work. Galatians 5, 6 just simply puts it like this. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Why is faith the only thing that counts? Because faith is responding to God. That means you're actually doing God's stuff. That's why Jesus says, follow me. I'm the light. You're not. Your ideas, your opinions, what you think about stuff. No, I'm the light. I'm the truth. I am the way. Follow me. That's faith. I do whatever he says. And he goes, if you do what I say, and the second thing is, and you express it in love, he's got, God's like, nothing else pleases me but that. Because that will end up being a good deed. So how do we, how do, we do this? Let me just give you a few examples as we close. Um, I asked my staff on Tuesday, and I just said, hey, you guys, just share, because we, we pray every morning. And in our prayer time, before we prayed, I just, I asked him, I said, share with me the last time that you've actually felt loved. When's the last time you felt loved? And it was, it was amazing. As everybody went around and shared when they felt loved, the common denominator, because there were different ways, but the, the common denominator was somebody initiated with them. Somebody did a good deed for them and they didn't and they just they initiated it that's what the thing that hit me the most they just somebody just loved on them did something for them 
And, and there were different things, right? Like some, I love it. Some people just, they just, they just stopped by without even asking. They just stopped by. For other people, they brought us meals or they, they helped us. Uh, a couple of people, somebody came over and helped them with something. Like they, they, had a, they, they had a need and the person heard about it. And so they just came over and helped them. And somebody else mentioned a, a need that they had and somebody surprised them just by buying it for them out of the blue. This, it, was, it was so cool. And when someone feels loved, it's amazing. Just today, I, here, here was, a, here was a, a good deed, <laughs> responding and, and, and loving. I just got a, a voicemail from somebody. And it simply said, hey, Dave, no emergency. Just calling to say, you know, you know what, buddy. I'm sorry, <laughs> no emergency. Just calling to say, you know that I love you, buddy. I've been missing all my friends and just need to call people to tell them they're loved. You're right up there on the top of my list of people I respect, and I do love you, buddy. All right. Have a great day. Bye. What did that take? 15 seconds? And for me, if somebody was thinking about me, initiated and loved on me, totally changes my day. You know, and it's weird because I've been sensing God saying that to me, like, Dave, how do we be the church right now? How do we love each other right now when we can't just be together? Man, there's so many ways. Text somebody, call somebody, drop a meal off, just freak somebody out, stop by, just initiate, respond to God and do it with love. So if you need some help though, Jesus actually does give us a list. In Matthew 25, he says, here's a good deed. I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. Come on guys, right there. We got this food drive coming up and it's an amazing opportunity to minister to people. And Jesus says, if you do that, that's a good deed. He goes on, if I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink, I was a stranger, you invited me in, I needed clothes, you clothed me, I was sick and you looked after me. There's our chance with COVID. Just again, not waiting to, to see if people ask for help, but you just know somebody's in COVID or in quarantine. You just go, you just bring the meal, you just love them, you initiate it again. That's what blessed our staff. I was in prison, you came to visit me. Hey guys, here's the deal. I don't need to tell you what to do. Jesus, the scriptures give you enough. Just sit with God and ask him this question. Is my life glorifying you? Am I living? Is my light, you Jesus and me, is my life like a light so that they're seeing your face and glorifying God? And then just go, man, Lord, what do you want me to do? And I think he'll tell you. He'll tell you who to reach out to. Read his word and he'll tell you what to do. Listen to his spirit inside of you. He'll tell you what to do. Just let your light shine. Man, you guys, it's getting darker. The winter's coming. And I, I'm concerned, to be honest with you. The world's going to need the light. The church, we're going to need it. So let's bless each other. Let's let our light shine. Jesus is the light of the world, and you have the light. And now let's worship this song one more time, and let's let the Spirit be inside of us, and let's take it out into the world. God bless you guys as you do.